This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are listening to The Shaletta Show on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio. Uh, it is 109. We do have rain and clouds and dreariness outside. But guess what, honey? It ain't nothing but sunshine and sun rays and good vibe and light and love. Because we are here for another hour. Carrie and I, Carrie and I Mark Frank is in the newsroom. Um, and then at 2 o'clock, my friend Steve Thompson comes in and he's got Tech Talk from 2 to 3. And then... There's the Twins game tonight. Uh, the first place Twins, honey. Yes, that's that's us. That'd be us. We take on the D- Detroit Tigers in Detroit at 5.10 p.m. is the first pitch. And then the pregame starts at 4.30. So you've got Steve Thompson um, with Tech Talk at 2. And then after then, Steve will be uh, with a recap of everything that happened in sports this past week and what we'll have to look forward to tonight at the Twins game. So you do not want to go anywhere. Keep it right here. We'll have all the updated information about this storm. Um, as you heard from Paul Douglas, even if it is not raining and cloudy and dreary and severe in your area, um, just blink because, you know, it only takes a moment for the weather to change. And speaking of changes, there are some changes going on. Uh, somebody that we all know and love is about to turn the vacant Victory Memorial Ice Arena in North Minneapolis into a roller rink, and he is calling this project Roll North. We are talking to Eric Moran on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Okay, can I just tell you, I am as pleased as Punch Eric Moran about you taking that vacant building and turning it into a fun project, uh, some Something that is desperately needed for our kids. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's very it's very exciting to uh, to see how much support I've had in the especially in the, over the last month with uh, all the news started to break. Okay, so tell me how this all came about. What was it that you passed by that Victor Memorial Ice Arena in North Minneapolis and said, you know what, I want to turn this thing into a roller rink. <laughs> so I do live in the neighborhood there, and uh, and I've mm-hmm. ever I've lived in the neighborhood for about seven years, and that building has been abandoned for that time that I've been there. Um, last year, I ran for elected office, and I wanted to see, I wanted to see a lot of the spaces, a lot of the abandoned buildings that we had in North Minneapolis become something other than just abandoned spaces. And so 
I spent some time doing some research and one of the, uh, there's a few groups that had had interest in turning this place into uh, a community center or back into an ice arena or something along those lines. And so I saw the opportunity for this to become a roller rink, which is a huge part of the, uh, especially like the black community and just so much of just, you know, just people, young, uh, young adults, old adults, kids, everybody loves to roller skate and it's been immensely popular, especially during the pandemic. And so now, it's an opportunity for us to turn this into something other than just an abandoned building. Well, you know, this is the thing I was just going to tell you, I remember as a kid growing up, uh, that was the thing that we looked forward to was the roller rink. (laughs) It was a safe space for us. It was a fun space for us. You don't got time to talk on your phone. These kids now is always right. talking. On, you can't talk on the phone and roller skate. You talk about no screen no. time. They're going to get in there. They're listening to the music. They're putting the skates on. You know, and when I was a kid, again, that was a safe space for us. It was a fun space. And we got in there and we would skate for hours. We would go in there, Eric, and it would be light outside. And we would get out and it'd be dark. <laughs> and we're like, where did the time go? And, you know, people are always saying, well, how do we make the neighborhood safe? And how do we take the guns and drugs off the streets. You got to get these kids some hope and opportunity. And that's the one thing that I love about this project that you're working on and this idea that you have is it starts with our young people and you got to give them something to do if you don't want them to do the wrong thing, right? Exactly. That's that's the plan. We're we're right behind Patrick Henry High School. And so with this, you know, we're going to be employing youth from the school there, but we're also going to be employing people that live in the neighborhood. So when you go to this space, you're going to see your neighbors and you're going to see the people that, you know, that live and and work in your neighborhood. And, you know, that money is going to then stay in the neighborhood itself. And that's what helps bring all of that, uh, helps bring all that down. You know, when you go to a place, just like you're saying, you know, when you go to a place that you know all the people that work there and you're going to have that connection to the people that work there, this is, this is going to be that, that safe space and that, that huge opportunity for everybody in the North. And, you know, I, I just remember last Easter, I was working with Javi because I got a call from some of the churches and they said, you know, we used to give away Easter hams and we don't have mm-hmm. Easter hams anymore to give away. And so I called my friends at Javi and I said, listen, bring me an 18 wheeler truck full of refrigerated ham, a refrigerated truck full of ham. Let's give away some of these hams. Um, and so they parked it at, at Fellowship Church and for hours people came up and they got Easter hams for the families, right? And so afterwards, Eric, I was like, okay, well, I need some gas and I'm going to stop at the grocery store and pick up a few things before I go home. And so I was riding around North Minneapolis. I couldn't find a gas station or a grocery store. And I thought, how are they going to expect these kids to stay out of trouble? How are they going to expect them to have hope, uh, work, a job, if they don't give them an opportunity and a place to do that? And I rode around for I don't know how long before I found a gas station, and I never found a grocery store. I just got back on the highway and came to Cottage Grove. And it's sad, but those are your first jobs. That, that That's your opportunity right. to learn what how to balance your money, how to interact and engage with other people, how to work as a team. And, and you know, if they don't have that and they miss that step, that very important step, they're missing out on what life is all about. Right, exactly. And all of that, you know, when you when you have to go to another neighborhood to find a neighborhood that's, you know, five or, or ten miles away to find a job, and then on top of that, then you have to go to those neighborhoods to spend your money, then there's, you know, all of that leaves the neighborhood and that doesn't stay here. 
And, and what you're doing by transforming uh, the vacant Victory Memorial Ice Arena in North Minneapolis into um, what you're calling Project Roll North, which is, you know, a roller rink for the community, not just the jobs, but the fun and the opportunity. Mm-hmm. It allows those kids to be kids again, you know? Right, absolutely. Right now, uh, if you want to find recreational opportunities, especially in Minneapolis, you're looking at a park space or you're looking at something outdoors. But then if you want to have a birthday party for your for your kids, then you end up having to go to the suburbs or go to a different part of the city. Mm-hmm. We want to keep that. We want to keep that right here in the neighborhood. We want those uh, you to be able to uh, to walk or, or ride your bike or take the bus just a very short distance. And you have those to do right there in, in your backyard. And and that's the thing. It's like you, um, it, it's going to get cold, you know, and, and yep. you got babies that have January, February, uh, March birthdays. Well, you got a way to celebrate. It's like a, a girlfriend of mine, she um, was taking class pictures for her kids. And she said, well, mm-hmm. I'm going to meet you in St. Paul at um, Harriet Island. Well, you going to leave mm-hmm. the north side to meet me at Harriet Island? Well, yeah, because, right. like you said, opportunities was here. What's yep. available? What do I have? They got to leave the neighborhood to have a better life experience when we should be bringing it to them. And that is what you are doing with this project. Okay, you got to tell me how I can help, how we can help, how the people who are listening can help you because I'm all sold out on your vision. Right now, we're in the process of getting a, a crowdfunding campaign going. So we're we're working with some individuals to understand, you know, to, to set our goals and things like that. Um, so that'll be uh, launching sometime in the fall. And then um, that's, you know, where we start our big fundraising push then for uh, for getting everything, uh, getting everything secured. Okay. Will you promise me that you will connect with Carrie, uh, my amazing producer, and come back on the show when that, that part of the process gets started so we can put the weight of everything that we have behind you so you can maximize your success? Absolutely. You'll be one of the first people I call. All right, I'm going to hold you to it. We have been chatting with Eric Moran on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline on the Shaletta Show. We'll be back. It is 122, and I am loving my DJ, Carrie, today. You are playing some amazing music. You know, we need that uplifting music. We need that encouraging music, that head-bopping stuff. You know, we are excited that we've got some rain for our farmers because we don't want a drought to come and you know, take away their crops and, and you know, put their livestock in, in jeopardy. Uh, but, it, it, you know, it just puts you in some kind of mood, Carrie. I don't know about you when, you know, I've got, you know, clouds and it's dark at, at 122 in Cottage Grove or it gets orange and it's it's wet and, you know, we can't go outside and play. I, I don't know. It put, it put me put me in a little, you know, I feel some kind of way about it. I like it, that Janet know. Jackson song. I haven't heard that I in a long time. I don't know why I was thinking of it today, but I was like, I got to play that. You know, she was just in concert in New Orleans at the Essence Music really? Festival. Huh? Yes, and they say that she put on an amazing show. I, I am just so blown away by people like a Janet Jackson and a Tina Turner who um, are putting on high-energy shows no matter what age they are. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing Tina Turner one time, and, and I'm you know, she's got me by, what, uh, 20, 30 years? Mm-hmm. 
and I couldn't do half of the stuff she was doing. And I was 20 at the time. Well, she's getting paid, though. She's getting paid. I think if you were getting that money, you'd be doing that, Girl, too. I don't know. You could pay me a lot of money. I don't know if I could make my leg go up like that. Because she just, she danced and sang and talked and danced and, you know, just for like two hours. And it was outside. And girl, I was, ex- girl, I was exhausted looking at her. I was like, the stamina that woman must have. And that's what they were saying about Janet Jackson. I, I didn't go to the Essence Festival, but they streamed it live on Hulu. And, um, you know, I, I caught a little bit of it. And it was just absolutely amazing how, you know, the high energy, the, the fun, the dance and all that stuff, they are able to just keep doing it. When she did Control, she looked like she did when she was with Jimmy and Terry. Um, and she was what, 18, 19, 21, 22. It was like the same moves. Girl, whatever moves I was doing at 18, 19, and 20, if I do them now, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Call 911 because it is not going to be well for me in the end. I'm not dancing. This is not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just amazed at Janet and Tina, you know, and, and even looking at Beyonce, you know, she's had three kids. Okay, but Beyonce is not the 20-year-old girl she was when, when, you know, she was first introduced to the world. She's a mom now. She's a business owner. She's got three kids, and she's still out there moving and grooving in them heels and performing for two hours solid. Girl, I I just, I don't don't know, care. I know. Think of J-Lo, too. And she just got married. They're having a good time. I saw they're in Paris. She married Ben Affleck. What? (laughs) That's that's just amazing. Girl, wait. This is the thing. So he was. I'm trying to think of how their whole situation went. So oh. he was going to marry J-Lo. Then they were like, at the point of getting married, they had the food and everything. And the people had flown and they called it off. And then he married Jennifer Garner, was it? Yep. 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 And, and had then, kids with her. He's got the kids with her. And had kids with her. Three kids with uh-huh. her. I wouldn't stop drinking. They tried to get him in the rehab. Matt Damon was like, dude. Just stop and marry J Lo. That's what it was, girl. I think I think all this time he just really wanted to marry J Lo. I don't know who talked him out of it. I think he regretted not marrying her, and it was tearing him up inside. And the first chance he got, girl, he was like, "Come on, Mark Anthony, don't work out. Come on, A Rod, don't work out." <laughs> Because, oh. you know, J-Lo, anybody she dating, she marrying. You know, it's right. like, when <laughs> J-Lo says she's going to get married, I'm like, girl, you know what? Don't come over here with that. Don't get me all excited because I was excited for all the other marriages you allegedly had. Don't don't come over here. Don't. The, I was Benefer all the way when they first came yes, out, you yeah. know, when she was Jenny from the block. And then, you know, she's like, hey, Rod. I'm like, girl, don't. Mm-mm. Yeah, I never liked that. Didn't like that. You know, that didn't just, it just, you know, I don't know. Just some. It's fun, though. But the whole situation just... So much money between the two of yeah. them. So much money. So much. They should have just, yeah, they should have tried to work that out. Oh. But um, but uh, he Ben looks great. Mm-hmm. He looks happy. J-Lo looks happy. I'm all for happy. They Girl, have look, their kids on the honeymoon. No okay, so that? that's Did what you... I was going to ask you about. Or your next honeymoon. Are you bringing your kids on your honeymoon? Hell No. <laughs> Hell no, and here's either if I marry, if I ever get married again, and the man has kids, and we get a honeymoon, you better call your mama or my mama. But the kids are not coming. I saw that. What do you think about I that? I don't. I, I Jennifer Garner must have said, Ben, you're taking the kids. <laughs> I don't care. Get them out of my it's house. Weekend. Yeah. It's your weekend. It's your weekend. It's your weekend. If you are getting married this weekend, right. uh, you taking the kids. Right. Okay, it's not my weekend. Can't find a babysitter. Too bad. So sad. 
But but what was she at the wedding? Do you do you I let your exes go to the wedding? I, I need to not learn all these rules in case Sean gets married again. I don't think she was. I I mean I don't know, but I think they just quickly went to Vegas. It sounded like. Oh, I love that I okay. know these things. I'm not. Yeah. What <laughs> what else do you want to know? <laughs> Girl, I just, I, I, uh, I don't know. Taking the kids on vacation, uh, on the honeymoon, I don't yeah. know. And I do need to know these things, um, because you know, Sean is, um, he's, I, I don't know if I told you this, but he is down to a large. Now, Sean and I have known each other for twenty years, and for twenty years, he has been an extra large. Mm-hmm. And then he came to Father's Day. He came over when we were giving him his gifts. And he was like, I'm not going to be able to wear these. And I was like, is it the wrong fabric? Is something wrong? Are you allergic? These You don't like the shirts that the kids picked out? And he was like, no, I'm a large now. And I was like, oh, well, are you sick? Do you have some kind of, um, did you get a will? Um, are you under doctor's care? Because if you're not under doctor's care, that means you're losing weight intentionally. Mm. Why mm-hmm. are you losing weight intentionally? Do you have a girlfriend? And he was like, no, I don't. Which was a smart thing to say, right. whether or not it was true. Good man, because good then man. I would have went to search for the girlfriend. Yeah. So um, so, so I was like, oh, wow, he's losing weight. Um, so if he, if he does like lose weight and finds a girl and falls in love and get married, I need to know what the rules are. Do I go to the wedding? Do I send the kids on the honeymoon with him? Uh, I don't know what what the what the rules are. That's I don't know. I don't know. That's far down the road. Hopefully, right? I, don't, I, hope I don't... so. But I mean, he is a large. Are you? He is large. So so this is work in progress. It don't you know you ain't going from an extra large to a large overnight. So maybe this is your work in progress. So I, I need to get my game. You've got to start mentally get preparing my... on what to do. Right. I don't know. Do you just right. show up? Maybe like wait till you're invited, or would you just do show I wait? Up? I don't. But I mean, if my kids are gonna be there, should I be there oh, too? Yeah. And then if I'm there, yeah. does my mama come? I don't know what the rules are. Yeah, does your whole family come to his <laughs> Right, wedding? does my cousin and my dad and them? Oh. I mean, my, what, do the neighbors come? If, if the neighbors come, then sure, I ought to be there, huh? I, right? I don't, <laughs> yeah. It's a big, I don't know. I don't I don't, I don't either. I, don't hope I should call Chad Hartman. He would know this kind of stuff. Mm. Chad would know this kind of stuff. Who else has got an uh, ex-wife? I don't know. There's a couple of people that got ex-wives. I'll just find out. <laughs> what the rules are but hey there's a rule right now you don't go anywhere because there's 30 more minutes of the shaletta show we've got another amazing guest lined up who is it stick around to find out call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Where are all my theater heads at? My Guthrie folks. There is a new production and you have got to get down. If you have not gotten your tickets, get them. Okay. Now is the time. You're at the house. It's raining. You're not outside. Go online. Get on your computer. I'm not telling you to hop off the radio. You can do both. You can multitask because I still want you to stick around for the Shaletta show. But get on your computer. Get on your phone. Get on your laptop and 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 check out Sweat. It is going down. I, I'm telling you, it is powerful. It is amazing. It is about um, issues of race, immigration. Um, it, you 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 you've got to see it. It runs through August twenty first, so it's not too late. Go to GuthrieTheater.org um, and to pick up your tickets to check it out. It was written by American playwright uh, Lynn Nottage uh, in twenty fifteen, and Terry Bell uh, just last night made his Guthrie Theater debut in this Pulitzer Prize winning drama, and he is joining us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Terry, how does it feel? The debut was last night. Give me your thoughts. Oh, it was fantastic. It was a beautiful show. Um, we had we had a wonderful audience. Um, you know, it's it's hard to have a bad day at the Guthrie. <laughs> it is. It is. The Guthrie is amazing. It's beautiful. Um, but you made your debut last night in Sweat. Uh, for folks who haven't seen it, talk to me about it. Yeah, so like you said, um, Sweat, wonderful, beautiful play. It, uh, it's a Pulitzer Prize-winning play by Lynn Nottage. Um, it's a, it's, it involves issues of race, immigration, um, the, the changing landscape of the labor market um, between the period of, uh, of 2000 and 2008 um, when sort of the, the after effects of NAFTA, um, which is something a lot of people might remember. I know um, I was a bit younger when this was happening, but I remember a lot of conversations um, revolving around NAFTA and how it was going to sort of change um, what it meant to be a union laborer. Um, and that's a lot of the, the conversation in sweat is sort of what um, everyone, everyone remembers that like we lost a lot of, uh, a lot of industries, a lot of like mining industries and, and factory jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a play about like, what happened to those jobs and what happened to those people. Um, and it's, 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 I think it's, it's so beautiful. Oh my goodness. And tell me about your role in this play about your character. Yeah. So uh, my character's name is Chris. Um, Chris is a worker um, at a, a steel mill in Reading, Pennsylvania um, called Olsteads. Um, it's the sort of job where we talk a lot about this in the play, but it's the sort of job where like your grandparents work there and then your parents mm-hmm. work there and then you work there, um, which is sort of, you know, how a lot of union jobs end up, end up shaking out. They become really like localized community, um, places. So Chris is one of these workers. His mother, um, works at the factory. Um, but he is sort of getting getting tired of that life he kind of wants out he um has aspirations of being a teacher um so at the start of the play he's sort of um just gotten uh, accepted into a teaching program 
Um, you also find out uh, the the play is really interesting in that it's uh, it's set in multiple timelines. So you see both the year 2000 when Chris is is 21 and he's working at the factory and he's got these aspirations of being a teacher, um, and then in 2008. Um, you see that he's just gotten out of prison and he's on parole. Um, and there's something that happened. Um, it's beautifully set up in, in which you spend the entire play sort of finding out, discovering what this incident was um, that landed Chris and his best friend, um, who's white, Jason, landed them in prison. Um, and so those 2008 scenes, which is the, the first scene of the play, is just Chris trying to work out what it means now to be a felon and how that affects his life and how now things that used to be easy, such as like getting a job, right? Getting a, a, a high paying, um, high skilled job are things that are now sort of like off the table for him. Um, and he's got to relearn and rediscover what it, what it means to, to be out without these sort of like given circumstances that, that made him who he was in his mind. We are talking to Terry Bell on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. He just made his Guthrie Theater debut in the Pulitzer Surprise winning drama Sweat. Um, it, it runs through August 21st. If this sounds like something, and it should, that you would want to attend, and you need to, go to GuthrieTheater.org. Um, it runs through August 21st. What did you hear from folks last night? Um, how are they being impacted by sweat? Yeah, I, you know, and not just last night. We've had, we've had a week of previews. Um, and I have been just so uh, overwhelmed with gratitude um, um, from just the things that I've been hearing. People are uh, really moved by this piece, I think. Um, there's a lot of, we talk a lot about this in rehearsal, right? Where like, um, it's interesting that it's, it's a period piece. It's something that's set back in time, but a period piece that people are really going to be able to connect with, as opposed to a lot of times you do a period piece and it's like some Victorian drama from like, you know, 1901. Um, but this is something that I think people have a lot of like a lot of connection to people. People remember the recession of 2008. People remember the like the the losing of jobs. A lot of people have um, mm-hmm. have have loved ones or family members that have like been in prison, and so they know that sort of struggle, what it's like to become a felon and and come out and have to reconnect with society. Um, and so everyone that I've talked to has been so deeply moved um, by the piece. There was a, a woman I spoke with not last night, but the night before I was sort of um, just on my way home from the theater and she came to me in tears and was just like, thank you all. I was with a couple of my castmates. She's like, thank you all so much for, um, for sharing that with us. Uh, it was a beautiful piece. So that's been really amazing. I am so excited about you being here about this production of sweat at the Guthrie theater. And I hope that people take um, their loved ones, their family members and their teens to this because it is um it, i tell you it is really really uh touching it's there's a reason that it won uh, a pulitzer prize um Absolutely. it was well earned and deserved terry bell thank you for joining me on the shaletta show thank you so much for having me shaletta all right
great. You have an amazing time. Break a leg. Be blessed. All that cool stuff they say to theater people. And y'all don't go anywhere. This whole day Chappelle mess has got me feeling some kind of way. Am I for it or against it? I'll tell you next. Baby, it was hot in Minneapolis on this week. Mm-hmm. Okay, there was so much drama going on with Dave Chappelle. Um, and he is no stranger to Minneapolis. He comes here all the time, sometimes not to even perform. He's best friends with Reg Chapman, a reporter at CCO TV, our sister station. Um, they go all the way back to Reg's days when he was a, a cub reporter um, in Columbus, Ohio. Um, and, and they have just continued their friendship. Whenever somebody's doing a documentary about Dave Chappelle, go look at it. They always talk to Reg Chapman. Um, when Reg and I were working at Channel 5 together, uh, uh, Dave Chappelle would just like be there. Um, and it, Dave Chappelle's kids call him Big Unk. That's what my kids call him, too. Uh, but, you know, because Reg Chapman is like a super, super big dude. So they call him Big Unk. And and so he's, he's not unfamiliar with the Twin Cities. And typically when he comes to town, he sells out venues. And nobody has uh, any problem with getting in and going if you got a ticket. Well, that didn't happen this time because um, he was scheduled to be at First Avenue. And hours before the gig at First Avenue on Thursday, uh, the organizers announced on Instagram that it had been canceled and moved to the Varsity Theater, citing backlash um, over, uh, you know, D- Dave Chappelle's uh, statements and the things that he said about um, the gay community. And so, um, you know, Dave Chappelle went on over and did his thing. But, you know, th- this is the 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 uh, the problem that I had with the original venue and First Avenue canceling the sold out show citing backlash over the the transphobic jokes um make a decision and then stick with it don't wait until an hour before the show and cancel the show on instagram i don't i don't have instagram i don't have instagram so i would have never known that the show was canceled. That's not my preferred method of communication. You knew that Dave, Dave Chappelle didn't tell any new jokes from the time that he booked this show until the time they canceled it. Nothing new happened. If you're going to make a decision, then you stand by your decision. We've decided that we're going to have Dave Chappelle here and he's going to tell his jokes. We understand that what he said and, you know, it's a freedom of speech. He's got a right to say what he wants to say. And, you know, we're, we're a venue and we're going to allow him to, to be here and, and perform. But don't wait until an hour before the show or make a statement on Instagram as if he's done something new. That's the problem I had, Carrie. He had not done anything new between the time they booked the show and the time that he was scheduled to perform. So why suddenly, 
one hour before the actual venue was supposed to open and the show was about to happen, would you go on Instagram as if Instagram is going to contact everybody who's got a ticket and tell people don't come. People are already downtown. They're already eating. They're already parking. They already got their babysitter. And you're going to relocate them to a completely different venue. That To me, that that's the problem that I had with it, um, that I had with First Avenue. Either make a decision and stick with it. Or damn it, don't book him at all. Yeah, right. That's a great point. Why did you and why did you bring him here in the first place? That's right. Yeah, it, it's yeah. unbelievable. And what did you think about it? Uh, oh, well, I agree with you a hundred percent. He just—if you don't like him, don't pay. Don't get a ticket. Don't show up to don't the show. Get a ticket. Don't or if you show. really, truly, if the venue doesn't like him, why did you book him? Don't book him in mm-hmm. the first place. Let him go across town. Let him, you know, I mean, oh, it's messed up. I'm a, I'm a, a huge Dave Chappelle fan. I've seen him twice. I think he's fantastic. If you mm-hmm. don't like him, don't go. Don't go. It's like this show. I get people all the time, and I never just spend time on my haters. I don't. But, um, you know, people say, well, I don't like you. What? Don't listen to the show. Don't listen to the podcast. It's okay. I'm going to still be here. I'm not going anywhere. Um, but but how about you have a choice? It's entertainment. And you have a choice. And if you don't want to listen to this show, if you don't, if I'm not your cup of tea, then that's fine. You know, stick around. Steve Thompson is coming up. And he's going to do tech talk. And he's going to do sports. And Steve's a great guy. And Steve might be your cup of tea. And if Steve's not your cup of tea, keep sticking around. Because Chad and Adam and Dan and Jordana. And, you know, we got Jason DeRussia here now. And, um, yeah, Henry Lake is, hey, Vanita's here in the morning. At some point, it'll be somebody that you like. And if I'm not that somebody, I'm okay with that. And, you know, it wasn't like they were canceling because they didn't sell any tickets. They were sold out. Yeah. What a terrible <laughs> business move. Yes, please. We don't want your money. Terrible. Go, go, go terrible over here. You know, but if I have paid for parking, I'm eating, I've, I've prepared, I've got a babysitter, and, and you know, I'm I'm ready to come down there. I don't have Instagram. And I get that, and you tell me, oh, well, it's been moved, um, and, and we've relocated it, and it's on, it's at the Varsity Theater mm-hmm. now. You know, who, suppose somebody missed part of the show, or, you know, I, I don't know anything about the Varsity Theater. Um, is it seated? Are we standing up? Do I get my same seat? How does that work? Where am I going to be sitting? I might have paid for premium seats over here at First Avenue when I get to Varsity. Am I going to have to then again pay extra for my, you know, VIP pass or whatever it is that I bought? Is it a first come first serve? For the, so the people who knew lined up first and then they got in and got better seats? You know, it's just a lot of a drama. And again, like I said, this man, Dave Chappelle, did not tell any new jokes between the time they booked him at the time he went on to perform. So it wasn't like they were reacting to um, some outrageous or outlandish thing that they that he did. That's make a, a decision. Yeah. Make a decision and stick with it for good or for bad. And that's the problem that we have. A lot of times people make decisions and then they realize, uh-oh, this decision was unpopular. And, you know, they changed their mind to meet the crowd. Well, is, is that really what you want to do? Is, is that really your intention? Are you trying to... Um, please people 
Are you sticking by the decision that you made? And don't get me wrong, we've all made decisions where, okay, now at this point, this is not the right decision to make. Let me change course. Let me reverse this. Let me do something different um, because something different is required because something happened. I, I don't I don't understand what happened other than the outrage and the backlash that they had already been getting the first day that they booked him. You know, so so the, it, for me, Carrie, it was the one hour before showtime right. that really, you know, soured my stomach, um, that, that made me feel some kind of way. Thinking as a parent who has kids who have had to call a babysitter, get them over here, plan, parking, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to a night on the town. You know, I'm going to see my favorite comedian and I'm all dressed up and I get there and they tell me, oh, well, we put it on Instagram. I don't have Instagram. Well, now you got to go over to the varsity. Well, what's the seating arrangement like? Where am I going to be sitting? How did you transfer these tickets? Am I going to be standing? Uh, you know, where, where's my place in line? You know, all these other people have lined up, and I've been just hanging out in downtown Minneapolis at Ocean Air eating crab cakes and having cocktails because I assumed that I had a ticket for this event at First Avenue, and now I don't. You know, and, and so, you know, that puts you in a different headspace. It puts you in a different situation. And, and I'm all for the cause. Don't get me wrong. But at some point, you got to take, I, I don't think First Avenue took good care of their business and their customers with the way that they handled this situation. Like you said, they just shouldn't have booked him. If they didn't want him there, they shouldn't have booked him at all in the first place. That's it. That's where I stand on it. Now, I tell y'all what. If you guys go anywhere and miss Tech Talk, you are going to miss a treat. Steve Thompson is coming up next from 2 to 3, and he's going to answer all your computer questions. So if something's wrong with your laptop, you can't get your phone to work, you can't get your mobile device to do what it's supposed to do, he has got the answers. And then the twins are coming up tonight. First pitch at 510 in Detroit, baby. Thanks for listening. Y'all have a safe afternoon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.